And just like that, your fantasy football season is... Regular season is over. It's time to head to the playoffs. Did you make it to the championship bracket? Are you in the consolation bracket playing for fifth place? Are you in the sub-consolation bracket playing for seventh place? Are you just sitting down at the bottom of the standings? Done and dusted and scouting for next year. Either way, we got a live one coming at you. And as always, we're going to bring in the commissioner of your football league, America, Michelle. Imagine, imagine three months of this and more, and you're in ninth and tenth place in a ten-team league. Oof. You're in our league, and your name is the True Believer, and your name is Vitamin T, and you're done because our structure says four teams go into championship rounds. Four teams, what we call the Consolation Cup. And the last two teams, they suck so bad. Or they were so unfortunate. Or they just shouldn't be in your league to begin with. That's a challenge now, isn't it? And they're done. All that's left is happy scouting and to root on whomever. No free agent moves can be made. No adjustments. No love, no nothing. You're done. What a terrible, after three months and change, basically four and a half months of, of being involved in the pro game, our fantasy football game, you're done. Toast. What did you call it? Ground like ass. Done and dusted. And I don't even know what that means, dusted. man. You're dusted. Done you're and dusted, stuff. yeah. You're the, you're the stuff at the bottom of the fireplace. It's just like so hot that is nothing left. It's, yeah. It's, it's, that's dusted. That's fantastic. I feel for those people. Yeah. I believe they should. I believe they should have tuned in and listened a little more closely. They would have done a little better. That's what I think, Mr. Kavasa. What about you? I think that I took it in the pants when it counted the most. And now I'm in the consolation bracket for the first time in about four years. And it hurts, man. It hurts. But had a terrible start. Had a bla- blistering middle of the season. And then when it came around the three-quarter pole and I reached for the whip and I cracked it, there just wasn't enough there because my running backs were Mr. complete busts. Mr. Kilbasa. In many, many other leagues, you'd be playing for a championship. In the league called the PSLP, the one we're playing in, yeah, you had you just you just had some misfortune. You've lost like three, two, three games in a row, I think. May I? I'm looking here. You lost four games I'm in L4, a row. I'm L4, dude. And if you would have split, you had a shot. Uh. You could have taken three. You know and it's a, I believe the phrase they use in the corny uh, sports movies is, it builds character. Oh, god damn it. it. And um, I believe the proper retort is, screw you, 
screw building character. I want to win. Thank you. And speaking of winning. Yeah. Let's just spend a moment talk about the year in our league, the year in fantasy football, because I'm to understand that uh, amongst the special specialties here in let's call it week four, week 15, we have uh, the potential to have a, our second guest spot, maybe third, maybe fourth extra guest coming in. I have to ask you, um, is the intern ready and prepared with all the technical adjustments and, and magic that have to be made? to bring that many people on board here in the sausage hunt. I know there's plenty of room, the chairs, the floor, the walls, wherever you want to sit. Notice I didn't say ceiling in that one. Thank you. <laughs> um, but do we have, do we have enough buttons and, and, and things to plug in to facilitate here in the sausage hunt? As you know, well, Mishy, that when it comes down the recurring theme, it's about which buttons you got to push throughout the year. Yes, and sir. when the time comes and yes. the flying one decides that he's going to beep in, I thought we were going to use a conference call line. We could have just reset there. We can still do that if need be, but I don't think we'll need to. But oh, that's uh, a lot of techno technology. Going breaking on news there. is that the hex man, the hex, the hexinator, is not going to be able to make it. I believe. Uh, I believe hex is just shy, and if oh. at all possible, here on the sausage hut in week fifteen. Yeah. Hashtag Johnny Kielbasa, hashtag Mishy 108, whatever the case may be. You know he listened hashtag to his American podcast. He, he listened to himself on that podcast well. at least 10 times. Well, you see, the thing about it is maybe we should just call. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I see. And I put see. the onus, cannot spell that one. The onus Back on the bonus. On to, to, yes, yeah, if you got that in a minute. But put the onus back on uh, old Hurricane Hex. And hope that he shows the compassion, love in his heart. Put down whatever he's doing and spend a couple minutes. He doesn't have to stay. He could stay, whatever the case is. But let's put let's put it on him, you see, to uh, stop being so coy and answer the phone and just spend a couple minutes with his boys talking fantasy football here in the sausage house. So you're just you're, a suggestion. You're doubling down on the fact that he was lying. I didn't say anything about lying. I just saying he's shy. That's all. Wanted to do this one, but will not be able to attend. Sorry, man. So that is the biggest bunch of crap I've ever heard in my life. The only thing he could be doing is listening to past broadcasts of the Fantasy Football Primer on the soccer <laughs> show. He is doing nothing else, Mister Kilbasa. Nothing. He Not knows there. exactly where Not he comes there. in. Okay, I come in at the 37-minute mark, and I'm on till the 52-minute ah. mark. And if they don't Mini do mark. that, I'm never going to be on the show again. That's <laughs> <laughs> star power right there, yeah. Mr. Kilbasa. That's star power. Oh, my goodness. So your fantasy football team is having a tough time. Yours truly overcame um, the Kareem Hunt issue. Yeah, and the Mel and the Melvin Gordon injury to get a much needed win in in week fourteen, and without it, I would have been pl probably playing you in the consolation cup. Uh. I'll tell you what. So I feel very fortunate. I got to uh, eight wins and six losses this year, and that's pretty good. I led our league in scoring. Thank you, Kareem Hunt. Thank you, Melvin Gordon. It got close on the end because I've been scuffling for three weeks. 
But uh, I guess the return of uh, Aaron Rodgers kind of settled everything down for my boys, and they, they played pretty well last week. Yes, sir. But I'm still scrambling for running backs and free agent running backs. Hey, you want to, uh, while we're waiting for our friends to chime in, you want to talk a little Thursday night football? Let's do it. Coming up? Yeah, man, let's do it. Let's go around. Dun, 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 dun. Chargers play the Chiefs. What a game. What a matchup. If uh, if it weren't for all the injuries, this could be a premier game. Should we just start with the injuries or should we just let's start with the injuries? Let's start with the injuries. Let's get the bad news out of the way. All right. Let's start with uh, the division leading. I'm doing this with my eyes closed computer monitor um, off. Oh, Tariq Hill, Tariq Hill has a heel issue and something else. I believe his wrist. Um, I believe he, if I read he practiced today, he says he's going to be fine. Tariq Hill, one of my favorite players. Um, I'm, we are in a keeper league, America, and Michi at Michi 108 is every intention of keeping Tariq Hill on his ball club for next season. Um, he is someone to watch. However, if he's on your team, you're, you're crazy not to start him. Can I tell you why I say that, Mr. Kobasa? Why don't you tell us why you say that, Mishy? Well, there are injuries to uh, Spencer for hire, Spencer Ware, and it's doubtful that he can play. He was, uh, as you know, he got run over by a truck, and they cleared him to uh, come back in the game. However, later that night, Monday, he was put back into concussion protocol, and he's not going to play on Thursday night my opinion what do you think about that this 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 cte thing going on where you got all these injury um brain doctors on the sidelines saying hey you got hit hard you can't go back in the game adam Thielen went crazy a couple weeks ago they said alan hey you got kicked in the head you have to come out of the game what the hell are you talking about but for Spencer Ware, he's um, he was allowed back into game, and then of course the concussion issue rose its ugly head. What do you? What's your what's your opinion on this uh, new doctoring in the NFL, as well as the um, the obvious examples that we've seen of guys with CTE and playing the pro game? We can go off subject right now, Mister Kilbasa. Yeah, I think football's days are numbered, man. Their days are numbered. It's it might be twenty five years, you know, but there's gonna be it's gonna go away, or or it's gonna be changed severely, and to almost an unrecognizable form of the game. That uh, you know, people are listening to this program right now, shaking their heads, and they can't believe it because no one's had the guts, or the craziness, or the mindfulness to just say what you just said. Um. Please continue. There is a there's a wave of dementia that's swept across our country with a bunch of old people and a bunch of old men who played football and ran their heads into everything for years on end. And now they don't know what they did 30 seconds ago. And that numbers, you know, so the game's changed. They've made rules. Yeah, but. But hey. Not next year, not 10 years from now, 20, 25 years from now, especially with the rise of soccer in America. 
people might just walk away from it and you know not really miss it because they've got other teams and other sports to root for now i'm a football purist i was raised football man don't get me wrong but things are different and soccer is the most popular game in the world and yes. there's no second place <laughs> okay yeah. so each generation that gets that plays more soccer doesn't play football are you saying these people will still like not enjoy football or no i i i'm not saying they won't enjoy it people will enjoy it as long as it's around i'm saying it won't be able to survive in its current state I because of the because reason. because of the way you know it because what it does to people I can give you one reason and one reason only, Mr. Kilbasa, based on what you said, and that is simply this. There were gladiators for a long time, and the gladiators were there for a reason. And I'm not so sure we're that far ahead of that mindset 20, you know, 2,000 years later. And even if it becomes uh, even more mercenary than it is, there are going to be people who want the pro game, people who want the college game, people who want football. I'm not and saying people will stop wanting it. I'm saying the people will stop being able to give it to them. And well, there will be other things to do. That's where the gladiators, they already, that's what they're up to. These guys are so elite that they're beyond gladiators, but they are so elite, it's not funny. Um, and yes, they run into walls all the time. And what does a concussion do to the brain? It might be one of the last sciences or it might be the biggest breakthrough of the 21st century on how the brain actually works and how there's no correcting it. Once the goo oozes out of your ears, there is no putting back the goo and make your brain work. doesn't work that way. Um, I'm a big proponent of bicycle helmets. Always have been Mr. Kilbasa. For that same reason. Because once you hurt your head, they can't fix it. There's no fixing it. And the collective uh, banging around that these guys do at whatever age they are, when they start banging around, uh, we've seen we've seen so many injuries. My question now, though, is what about the other sports? Does boxing have a problem with it? They used to call it punch drunk, by the way. Yeah, but there's uh, there. I mean, there's one boxer for every fifty-two football players, you know. Yeah, I don't know boxing. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Uh, club fighters, rugby players, hockey players. Um, you talk about your soccer players. Um, the last I read recently is they don't want kids under the age of eighteen hitting headers. And it might come to that. What it does to their head. And it really that's a. And, and and I can see that I can see them doing that and but you know that's a very it's a small it's a really not I'm not saying it doesn't do damage but it's a very small percentage of what's going on you know I'll tell you what I'll tell you what if the poor people want to play and kill themselves people gonna watch rich kids want to go teach their kids uh, soccer they still got their own set of head injuries with a header hi honey you're gonna play soccer today but you can't use your head well Imagine watching, uh, what's the guy's name, uh, the best player in the world, soccer player right now? Messi? Ronaldo? Uh, miss, uh, Ronaldo, uh, Ronaldo, I think he's just got himself in trouble. And I think Messi is getting, just got punked by my friend Pele, by the way. Whoa. Uh, 
I think Pele really pumped Messi. You can, you're a soccer guy. You can tell me. But uh, Pele said the man's got like half the skills he has. <laughs> That's out. funny. Well, you know, well, Pele's from Brazil <laughs> and Messi's from Argentina. Okay. Well, they, Here we know. go. Here cometh the monkey. Let me see. Well, Hold on. Here we go. Dude. Dude. Let me bring you, let me see if I can merge the calls here. All right. Monkey, Mishy, Mishy, Monkey, are you both there? I'm here. Hello there. Mr. Aha, we're all here. What's up? We, uh, Mr. Monkey, we were just talking about um, head injuries, the pro game, and Mr. Uh, Einstein over there was saying 25 years football is done. And I kind of retorted, you and I have spoken about this or thought about this individually, but that's where we're at right now. Um, injuries, concussions. Uh, ganged up on me one night at the Molly Wee about that. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Last time, we were, in the, last time we were in the city together, uh, <laughs> they, they both ganged up on me about that and said uh, the, the, the same thing. They gave, he just said 20 years. Not 25, uh, I, I, but I pushed them back a little bit there, Mr. Monkey. That's why uh, maybe that's it, why. It ain't going nowhere. Game's not going anywhere. Mr. Monkey, I have said this. Wait, wait. Before we get anywhere, America, this on the phone here right now is the man we've been calling the Flying Savant. For all this time, he is with us, and I'm grateful. I'm grateful. So well, I, I, I just got I just got to listen to the last two podcasts uh, on uh, Saturday. It was uh, I think yes yeah, Friday last Friday evening. Uh, Toad came over and we were sitting there tying a pretty good one on. And uh, I said, "Well, let's listen to the." I haven't I haven't had a chance really. I'm. I haven't really had a chance to listen to any of them. So last Friday, I listened to the last two ones, <laughs> and I laughed my ass off. So, <laughs> so I said, it, "I said if I get it, if I get in the playoffs, I gotta call in." So, fan, so fan, I'm, I'm calling in to say, you guys, that the only the only thing is, you know, that two hours and forty minutes can need to be scaled down to about. An hour and a half at most. I mean, that 240 is a little long, but yeah, I listened to all all five hours Damn, of the uh, podcast last Friday. I feel night. bad for you. <laughs> Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah, me and Toad in a, in a, he was, he was full on into the gin and tonics. He wiped out a full, a pretty much a half bottle of gin, and I wiped out a hot bottle of uh, vodka. So. Did, did you get Did you get a chance to yell at us and, and say how you know? At any <laughs> we laughed or... a lot. We laughed a lot. It was great. And I'm gonna I'm gonna have to like I'll, I, I'm at work, so like when I say hey, I'll be back in five, it's just because I'm calibrating a roll of paper. So like I, I have to I have to go back and forth. Okay. Okay. By the end of it. By the end of the program, uh, your business will be a, a paid sponsor, and we'll work on everything we need to work on. So, well, we can use all the help we can get. I've had a lot of, America, uh, Mr. Uh, lot of people, a lot of people. A lot of people. I'm having to go out and like uh, 
break people's thumbs and stuff because <laughs> not paying me. Oh. Are you? Uh, you mean cousin Vito and Uncle Vito? Yeah, uh, Vito gotta Alex? gotta gotta go uh, crack the skulls. Well, there are. Uh, yeah. Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And anyways, of- on the football, on the football thing, it's not going anywhere, man. I mean, the, the game's not going anywhere, anywhere because uh, I mean, it's one, it's too popularized, it's too much of a way out for kids and, and people. And I mean, boxing's still around, and and boxing's been taking the, I mean, taking it on the chin, no pun intended, for about fifty years now. So I, I would say that pun was intended. No, that's a good one. That's a good one. Mr. Uh, Mr. Savant, um, I was at my point in the retort where first Pele called somebody a half-skilled moneymaker, and the second one was really youth soccer up to the age of 18 will soon recommend no headers because it is dangerous to the youth of America. And Yeah, I but that, I mean, that's just part of the fear program that we're being sold, man. Eh? Uh, you don't want to get me into the whole political thing of the of, of the the, the uh, wussification of America, do you? No, I don't. Okay, <laughs> well, that, that, that's part of it. I mean, it's it's a big part of it. Is like you know the fear thing of like I mean, the the equipment's safer now than it's ever been. The rules don't let you get. I mean, they might as well put a dress on a quarterback. <laughs> Dress and heels. I mean, that would be funny. Can't. I mean, it's true. It's true. I mean, look at the call. I mean, last week was hilarious. I mean, you know, you well, got one game. You got one game, Kansas City game, where they're letting uh, the Ravens just basically kill Mahomes, and then yeah, in he, the Dallas, and then in the Dallas game, you basically take Wentz down by an ankle, and it's roughing the passer. There is. You know, uh, and, you know, I would say in a referee's defense that they call it as they see it, and that was game flow. There was a very, very physical game um, last week in Kansas City with the Ravens. Great football game. Yeah, I just saw the replay. I just – it went on It went on here, and I watched the replay last night on uh, NFL Network. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was a brutal game. It was a lot more brutal than the other games that was going on. But that's just right. it. It's like the, uh, the officiating crew, the officiating crews are, are wacky. My dad, my dad calls them out all. Yeah. My dad calls it out all the time is, uh, he says, the, the, he says this crew is meant to influence the game is what he calls it. He said they're, they're an influence crew. He Who called the one last, uh, my dad, my father, crews, certain crews yes. are, are influence crews. They have a main official that's in the crew that is there to influence the outcome huh. of the game in one way or the other. Is that and by he really called it. Design? He really called it. He really called it last. Uh, what was it? It was not this last Sunday night's game, but the San Diego, I mean, the the Chargers and the Steelers the other night was one of those games to where the, the calls were just like, come on, man. I mean, basically the influence of the game to allow, make sure that, that the Chargers stayed in the game, and then at the end of the game, 
basically to keep it close. And I mean, it was, I mean, it was right all the way to the end. I mean, and, and he, he says that's been going on for, I mean, he claims that it's been going on for a long time. Is, is there any way around that in your mind? Right now? Well, the more and more, the, the, the thing is, is going back to your concussion thing is the more and more they try to litigate the game by, you know, the more and more chance they have to influence the game. Okay. I mean, like the, the other night during the, the Thursday night game when the, the referee in the booth with, uh, uh, with Aikman and them said, yeah, the league's looking out for these holding calls, so you're going to probably see more holding calls. And that, Troy that, Aitman, Troy Aitman was like, "Well, what do you mean by that? I mean, we don't need more holding calls." Well, they're they're talking about they don't like this one technique, so they're going to call more holding calls. Well, the fact that they are going to call more anything, whether it's going to be helmet to helmet or roughing the passer or whatever, allows them to influence the game more. All right, but that was and it allows them to influence the, the game flow. And it allows them to keep games closer, to keep teams in games, and especially when you're talking about high-profile games like that game the other night with uh, the Chargers and the Steelers. That was a huge high-profile game. And there were some just really whacked-out calls. I mean, the Cowboys-Eagles game the other day, there was just as soon as there was a bad call, there was two make-up calls to make up for the bad call. I mean, the, the the Eagles got robbed at the beginning of that game. I mean, I have, I have seen, and that's coming from a diehard Cowboy fan. I mean, you, you know, I hard for me to call and to feel any sympathy for those assholes. Well, you should hear. You did you hear the Philadelphia phrasing? And we've quoted W.C. Fields and sucking eggs in Philadelphia. We have had so many opportunities to rip them. So that's very nice, but. I got to ask you, let me ask you, if the league dictates these rules and they can send anybody to um, officiate any game, how they and know this is how this guy is going to call this game. Cannot the league really isn't that the source of the manipulation or is it just the referees interpretation and they're live on the scene? And some some emotional reaction that says I have to do this. What do you think it is that makes? Well, these I mean, did you watch the? Did you watch the, the game? Did you watch the 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 awful Thursday night game the last week with the Jaguars and the Titans? No, no, no. I I um I went bowling with Mr. Kilbasa. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I mean that that game was. I mean, it was pathetic. It was it was putrid. I mean, it was just difficult football to watch, but Jaguars come out the second half of the game and the first two runs that they have, Fournette blasts off like a 10-yard and a 15-yard run. Both get called back for holding. And the first one was on the, the right tackle and it was obvious as could be. The second one was on the left tackle, who's that Flowers kid from they picked up from the Giants, okay, and 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 he it, it, there was there was no hold, but they and, called a holding call because of who it was, because he's known to be terrible and have holding calls all the time. 
and but still get washed no, for them. There was, and, but there was no hold. I mean, it, I mean, it was just a made-up call. So what's Man. that? You know, I mean, they didn't. I mean, I, I, you know, lots of that going on in the NFL. I mean, how in the world do you say that that wasn't a fumble on the kickoff last week that Philadelphia recovered? The guy fumbled. It was obvious that he fumbled. And then their call was, they went to the replay booth, and their call was, well, it wasn't obvious who recovered the fumble. There was just, it wasn't obvious who recovered the fumble because there was three Eagle guys on it. They just didn't know which number of the guy recovered the fumble. I knew right uh, then that they they, they had it. Dallas was going to get the calls all day long, which they did until, you know, the, the one makeup call that they, they, they Goddard got a 80 yard touchdown call back for offensive pass interference. It's the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. It was awful. And then the next, the the next play, the very next play, they call pass interference on Randy Gregory for pulling Lynch down by his ankle. Right. You know, I mean, they made up the call, and Philadelphia ended up scoring a touchdown eventually, but they ran off all the time. So who got the benefit of the call? Dallas. You know, I mean, Dallas. Make... They... Go ahead. Go ahead, please. Well, I mean, the, the fact that, that it took Philadelphia another five minutes to drive down the field and waste all that time, right. Dallas got the benefit of the call instead of the guy going 80 yards and a touchdown and Dallas getting the ball back. And enough time to where if they come down and score, that Philadelphia has time to come back and score. You know, I mean, the I heard Bill Pullian the other night on on uh, the NFL Network talking about uh, the uh, the way that the the, the officiate the, the officiating crew crews are an emphasis is to have the game run a certain amount of time. <laughs> games are the games are supposed to run three hours and ten minutes. And no more than seconds. that. Three hours and ten minutes. And, so we can get our and you will in. see you will see calls being made or not being made based on the the, the fact that if yes. you see yes. a bunch of calls in the first yes. half, you ain't gonna see none in the second half. If you see oh. hardly any calls in the first half, you're gonna see a ton in the second. Because they got to get the commercials are, in. Exactly. Exactly. And that's coming down league mandate from the top. Well, here we are again. Back to this, and, you know. And hence why, hence why, like I make comment every week. I've been commenting every week on, to, on you know, when I text you guys, I'll be watching the game and I'm like, the, the stadium's half full. How in the world is the stadium half full and they're making all this money? Well, it's because of the commercials. They're making so much money charging. The NFL is making so much money, or TV money, that they don't care that the stadium's half full. I mean, that that, that game, that the, the, sad enough, the only game we had on, on the first game on Sunday was the Giants and the Redskins. And that, that stadium wasn't even... Half full. No, no. It was maybe a third full. And then after the way they played the first half, it was like maybe a quarter of the crowd left by the second half. And it's like, wow, man. And then the, the last Thursday's game, the Titans and the Jaguars, I commented about that. That stadium was, I mean, Tennessee's in the playoff hunt, and it was a big game for them. That stadium was 
maybe helpful. Maybe helpful. Yeah. Maybe yeah. other night in the Chargers Steelers game. I've I've seen like four Steelers games this year, home games. I've watched like four of their home games. Yes. And I've commented on every home game of theirs I've watched that the stadium's not full. And they're supposed to be the, the best fan base in the United States. They travel the best and all this, supposedly. They can't even fill their own stadium up. You don't, you they don't can't see even that in Kansas City. sell out their own stadium. You don't see that in Kansas City, pal. No, no. Well, no. you'll see it in Denver. I mean, I'm, but I mean, the, the thing about Denver, you can't get a ticket. You are the flying. Savant, formerly known as the Flying Monkey. Currently, you are called what, sir? The Flying Sasquatch. That's a lot of letters. That I haven't been. I'm the Flying Sasquatch in our league. I mean, in the other league, I'm in with Toad and Hex. I'm the uh, Imperial Flying Monkeys. <laughs> uh, that's a, uh, a side branch of the operation. That's a eight well, point two uh, ABV in the Imperial. Well, well, Toad one day said something about me being like the, the Gestapo, and <laughs> I, I, I said, I said, okay, look, I'll go with the Star Wars reference, but I ain't going with any Nazi reference. <laughs> no, so, no, of course not. I, I said, I said, I'll go with the Imperial flying monkeys. You know, you like the, the Empire. So I have Yeah. So I've got the I've got the, the Darth Vader flying monkey is my little See I go and Mr. Savant, I go right to space balls when you go to Star Wars. So I'm just <laughs> Yeah, I uh I'm I'm in the I'm in the playoffs in there. I'm uh Toad had a real bad year at Notley. He had everyone injured. And, uh, it's me and a uh, guy I work with at Hex and Toad's uh, cousin are in the playoffs. And uh, I got to play his cousin. Hex plays the guy who works with me. Hey, I have a question for you. We have um, we have here, we call it the Consolation Cup, where the next four teams play. Do you offer the same thing, or is the rest of the people done? No, no, they, we have a consolation deal. It's it, right, it, uh, standard, right? It's better than, it's better than, yeah, the consolation thing's okay. I don't mind that. The family league I'm in with all my, my dad and my uncle and all that, they started playoffs last week, and they, they have a 10-team league, and eight teams make it. Ooh. And the, yeah, it's, it's terrible. Double elimination. Yeah, well, the, the, the one seed plays the eight, and two plays the seven. Yeah, and so and, on, yeah. Yeah, it's it's just, it's, I mean, like, the, the, the eight seed was, was, what, four and, four and nine? Nah, they're done. They should, they'd be done, and they'd be done here in what we call That's the, the way it should be. They, they should have no business being in the playoffs at four and nine, in my opinion. But they do it for the they do it for the all the kids that are in the league. The, yeah, the family league's full of all the, the the kids, so they're basically giving the kids a shot. And you've won and, nine fantasy games in a row. That is 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 pretty good. Pretty uh, good. The flying one on fire. We talk about Hex on a roll. No, no, no. Sasquatch on a roll and and in that vein well, the, monk. the reason i wanted to come on 
the main reason I wanted to come on your little program and that I'm gonna say this and then I gotta run. I used to be like a five minute break because I gotta run the paper. <laughs> the reason I wanted to come on this program was to personally that, thank the that, two that, of you. The two of you, to personally thank the two of you for that, kicking that, me in the ass and waking me up this year. That, because with be, between good. between <laughs> Monkey's Bane <laughs> Poem that went on and on and on. Epic poetry, sir. And and you going on and on and on every week saying this is unprecedented (laughs) and basically having no confidence. The two of you guys woke me up and pissed me the fuck off. Fabulous. Fabulous. That's what happened. I'll be back in five minutes. You, you recall that is the Mr. regular Martin. season Mr. champ, W9, Mr. and it Mr. feels Simon. terrible all to have to say that. Ago, all those two months ago, Mr. sorry, Mr. Pilbasa, Mr. Savant, all those two months ago when we said those things, you had a scuffle, and it was true. And the, the point, and we talk about this all the time, this is what we're talking about when we're playing fantasy football, America. This 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 savant on the phone has won nine games in a row and said, hello, I'm mad as hell and I'm not going to take it anymore. And did everything. And uh, that's why we that's why we're on this podcast. That's why we. this is the man. here. This is the man. So, Mr. Savant, I mean to tell you, you're in the playoffs and I appreciate you saying that about us. And do you have to go for five minutes? Can you stay on a hold and just come back to the uh, telephone? I think he left. Okay. <laughs> the uh, yeah, champ the champ dropped the mic and walked <laughs> away. That was pretty funny. <laughs> well, that's pretty good. And Mr. Kilboss, I'm sorry to interrupt you there. No, no you didn't so no, no, he'll be back and we'll we'll go back to we'll we'll talk about monkeys unprecedented run and i want to oh, inter- i want to interject about patrick Mah- the patrick mahomes story and the way it ended up in his lap when he, come, when he comes back come yeah back i want to wait for him to come back for that part of it but we can keep going let's just dive let's, back into something else man hey let's let's talk about thursday night football let's chargers talk about at, thursday night football chargers at chiefs one of the games of the week um fantasy football mahomes or philip rivers Plus or minus 25 points for Rivers. Plus. What do you say? Plus. Plus or minus 25 for Mahomes. Plus. Is that background noise too loud? No, I can't even no, hear no, it. No, it's not loud enough. Okay, Mr. okay. I'll, I'll tell you when I got to get another break. All right. My processor going. I put the paper in. takes about five minutes for it to go through, and then I have to read the calibration. So as long as that, those fans aren't too loud. No, we're uh, good. I'm good. Okay. You Mr. get your micrometer out and do your calibrations, dude. Yeah, Mr. Savant. Yeah, gotta Mr. do the gotta do the the calibrations, man, before I run all these people's Christmas gifts. Oh, oh, gotta oh, make oh. sure the color's correct. Right. Yes, sir. Speaking of colors, correct, Mr. Mahomes. I'm asking Mr. Savant. Is Mr. Mahomes plus or minus 25 fantasy points on Thursday night this week? Uh, he'll have about. 35 to 40. Is, well, that's a lot of points. <laughs> is Philip Rivers plus or minus 25 points this week? Minus. 
Um, so we, are you seeing the Chiefs to take care of their business at home? The Chiefs own the Chargers. I'm a Chargers fan. You know that. I like the Chargers. And the Chargers have lost the last, what, eight or nine games to them. Is that true? Yep. Wow. Mr. P- Mr. Kilbasi, how do you see uh, the Thursday? Look night up, game? look up, go to go to Pro Football Reference and look up uh, uh, the uh, Philip Rivers' last eight games against the Kansas City Chiefs and tell me what you see. Tell us what you found, please. Oh no, he's he's it's a team he can't beat. He can't how beat about, him. How about that? How about that? Yeah, he can't beat him. I have a in the other league. I've got. Breeze and Rivers, and I've been I've been flipping them. When Breeze is on the road, I play Rivers. When when Breeze is at home, I play Breeze. Mm-hmm. And I've flipped them all year long, and and there is no way I'm playing Philip Rivers this week. Who is the uh, Who is the uh, starting running back this week in Kansas City? Do you have any update on that? Damian Williams. Damian Williams. Any fantasy trust there? I had a chance to pick him up, and I passed. I did as well, Mr. Kilbasa. What about you? I got nothing over there, man. Hey, uh, Mr. Savant, earlier in this program, which you may or may not hear later, I made the comment that uh, Tariq Hill, if he's healthy, could be the leading rusher for the Chiefs on Thursday night. How do you think about that? They're not going to run the ball. They're going to throw it all damn day? They're going to throw it all damn day? And, uh, yeah, they're going to throw it um, because uh, the Chargers are going to come out and try to run. That's why I oh, say yeah. Philip Rivers. Chargers, here, I, I, I'm i going to be standing right in front of the fans for like two seconds, so hold on. I'm going to hold on. Mr. Kilbasa, should we play some theme music till he comes back? The Flying Savant. Ladies and gentlemen, the Flying Savant. Hashtag the Flying Savant. I'll tell you what, I, um, boy likes the Chiefs this uh, Thursday night. Who do you do? Who do you like this Thursday night, Mr. Kilbasa? Fantasy wise on the Chiefs, which wide receiver are you taking? I really can't stand talking about the Chiefs. Yes. Now, is Connolly the guy or is Robinson the guy or neither to be a touchdown maker? Neither. Uh, you know, Chris Connolly's been pretty tight. Yeah. See, Kelsey is having another big game. The last time uh, they played in week one, and Kelsey uh, was not the guy who had a big game. It was Tariq Hill. You see Kelsey he had a huge game. This week or what? Uh, Tariq Hill had a huge game that first game. He had two touchdowns, like 100 no, and some yards. But it was and one of them came on a punt return. Fantastic. I don't remember, right? Yeah, but uh, um, the the when it's the, about the Chargers, I listen to uh, every Tuesday on my way into work. I listen to uh, the NFL Network uh, radio show, and they uh, interview Ed McCaffrey and Bob Papa. And, Bob uh, Papa. Yeah, and uh, Ed McCaffrey is. Buddies with Anthony Lynn, Anthony Lynn because they played together in Denver and uh, okay. won Super Bowls together in Denver. So he comes on and, and gives his breakdown for the, you know, uh, the uh, game, the weekend's game. 
So I hear a lot of Chargers talk and hear, you know, I'm, I hear the head coach talk about their team every week and right. I hear, uh, um, you know. So um, he's pretty much saying they're going to come out ground Chuck and try to keep uh, Kansas City's offense off the field. That, uh, that works out pretty well for yours truly because I have both Charger available running backs. Ready yeah, to go in the playoffs. Melvin Gordon's going to play. I think he's going to play. I, I know too. he's going to play. And if he's going to play, he is a must-start in fantasy football. America. Well, I've got I've got the same predicament and the other and league, and I don't have I don't have Justin Jackson. I had Eckler, and Eckler's out. Yeah, he's not, he's not playing. He's uh, that's where he, the uh, CT. He's not playing at all. That's where the uh, CT, I believe that's where that came in. Wasn't he the guy who had the con- got the concussion, came back in, and they got called back out? On, uh, uh, he's, got a, he's got a stinger problem. Yeah, he's got this shoulder-neck stinger problem that goes back to, like, college. And he aggravated that. And uh, he's not playing, basically, not playing for weeks. Yeah, basically, they, you know, after the game – that, that's what they thought it was. That's how they diagnosed it during the game. And then after the game, he went through the concussion protocol stuff. Okay. And, and they, they said, and now he's in concussion protocol as of Monday. And Correct. once you, you can't come out fast enough for a Thursday game. Thursday game. Yeah. So yeah. Justin Jackson, I have Justin Jackson and Melvin Gordon in my lineup just because I need to see that 90 minute before that report that, Injury report. Do you saying suggesting that it's ground shop for the Chargers? What are the what is what is the benefit of maybe having both these guys in my lineup this week? Do you see anything, Mister Kibasa, Mister Savant, or is it just not? Is that too much ground shop? Having both Jackson and Gordon in my lineup, just just hypothetically. My problem with that is is is. What if Kansas City comes out and goes up fourteen nothing? Well, see, if they split the time and they really are committed to this, now nah, you're right. It's too much. It's too much. The starter of Melvin. If Melvin I mean, Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon's going to catch the ball all day out of the backfield. They, I mean, the thing is, is if they get behind, Melvin Gordon's going to catch the ball. So. That's gonna work. That that other guy, Justin Jackson, he can't catch the ball. He's just yeah, a he's a running back, running back. Yeah, so it's my my opinion is if you're gonna if Gordon plays, you start Gordon. Period. Oh yes. If Agreed. Gordon doesn't play, if Gordon doesn't play, then as a last resort, if I mean, I'm not. I, I just in the other league that I got him in, I. Guy, you know, I'd rather go with the, the guy that I have. I have a, a running back on the bench that I've had there all year that I've hardly played at all that I would rather go with than picking up some third stringer and saying he's going to do what Melvin Gordon does. I feel the same way about Damian Williams playing for Kansas City. Uh, yeah, I can is see it that the one. Third, he's the third stringer. 
And, you know, they're not going to hand him the ball 20 times. They're not going to throw the ball to him 10 times. It's not going to happen. And, they, you know, it's, it's a popular thing with fantasy football analysis. All these guys that are supposedly fantasy football Hall of Fame analysis and all this we shit. Call, we refer to that, them as knuckleheads if you listen to the And program. we kick their ass every week. <laughs> they're, they're just a bunch of, I mean... How, I mean, the, 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 the Fabiano's the funniest one in the world to me. That start sit thing that he's got is, is hilarious, man. Oh. I mean, because he'll, he'll go and say a guy's going to be bust. And they, I, I'll, I'll, I make a point of going and looking at it just to see who he says to sit and who's going to be the biggest bust. Because a lot of times I'll go, that guy's going to go off just because, that, because he said that. There's you my know? streaming. There's my streaming tight end this week, right there. <laughs> Whoever. Well, I mean, says gonna be I'll tell you, good, good tight end. I mean, I don't know if he still got him. Yeah, he probably still got him. But good tight end this week. Good choice for tight end this week's Joker for Cleveland. The big chief. <laughs> yep, yep. Because Denver can't. Denver can't cover tight ends. Kittle just killed him. I mean, the last week it was, it was kind of sad to watch i mean i was sitting there watching it you know flipping back and forth the best i could because butcher was wanting to watch the broncos but we were in the the, the, the throes of the philly cowboys <laughs> drama you know. if you had to uh if you had to say what you continue with this thursday night game mr savant do okay. Do which of the wide receivers of the chargers is going to be the, your fantasy player who would be your surprise pick for the Chargers this week? Like, uh, well, I mean, Keenan Allen will have a big game if if they're behind. Keenan Allen will will, I mean, especially in PPR, he's going to catch ten balls. And now is he right. going to catch touchdowns? I don't know. Is they they seem to like to you know if Gordon plays, Gordon's going to be the guy. He's been if, if Gordon plays, yeah, if Gordon plays, he's going to be the guy. And I, I mean, I read some, read a quote from him specifically today saying he's playing. That's he all said I he's playing. I'm big yeah, fan. He said of he's playing. He's, he's, he said he's playing. So I'm, I'm full believer that he's going to play. I think uh, the Chiefs are going to come out. I think. Um, I mean, if I was to say. Another guy that could possibly show up finally is that Terrell Williams guy, because I mean he's just, referred to as T Williams, Mister. Yeah, he's 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 hit or miss. Mike Williams, the thing, I love Mike Williams, and they're starting to target him more. But you know, if the the thing is is if they're going to score touchdowns through the air, it's going to be screen passes to running back and. Are you, uh, are you suggesting that uh, Methuselah himself, Mr. Gates, could be a touchdown maker this weekend, this Thursday night? He could be. He, he, that would have would surprised me. I think America, the, the, I think the, the, the sneaky first. play, sneaky play in that game that no one's looking at is Kansas City's defense. Well, well. Let's talk about let's go let's go to the flip side here. Let's go to the Kansas City defense. Is their emotional leader, Mr. Barry, uh destined to play finally on Thursday night? Uh he's not he's not gonna play. And even if he does, I've I've got him 
I've heard a lot of inside info, info on him. The reason he ain't played yet is he's developed a bone spur in his heel that keeps tearing his Achilles. Uh, wow. I listen to another. There's another. There's another show I listen to on uh, NFL Network with. Uh, you remember Jim Miller, quarterback? He's quarterback for uh, Atlanta and uh, Pittsburgh. He was uh, back up for Pittsburgh. He was back up for the Chicago Bears. He played, he, he started for Atlanta for a while. Um, Jim but, Miller. Uh, Jim Miller. Yeah, yes, Jim Miller. Yes, yes. He, him and Pat Kerwin, who used to be an offensive lineman, have a show in the afternoon that I listen to a lot. I, that's my the show that's I listen to the most. Yeah, that's my go-to show. It's the best show they have on the on on their network. But uh, it's called Late Hits. I think it's called Late Hits. Yeah, I think it's yeah, Late Hits. Perfectly, that fits perfectly in this team tonight. But uh, <laughs> he uh, had the same. He had the same thing. Jim Miller had the exact same problem when he tore his Achilles. That Was that the end he, of his career? Yeah, and that's why he had a he had a quit wow. because wow. His, his heel would calcify and get a calcium deposit on it. That yep. where they reconnected the the Achilles, that it keep it kept cutting it. Yeah, and you can't shave that because it's it's just a you have to. Deposit. That's the only way you can fix it is to shave it, and you have to go through this whole procedure. And he did it twice. He had to go through that procedure twice, and he said that you know you're no just more. not the you're no just more. not the same, and it just keeps recalcifying and coming back. It's only a matter of time that it, you you'll pop it again. And he said the chances of him coming back, that Barry coming back and being the same, is like remote to none. We uh we here in the sausage show we uh I've called out the Chiefs defense as being excellent around the edges, but you can go up the middle through them. We saw some of that from the Ravens last week. Is that not then the uh, plan of attack for the San Diego running uh, ground chuck that you're calling? Well, I think so. I I mean, they've been good all year running the ball. Yeah, man. I mean, Gordon's been – I mean, they were good last week running the ball. They, I mean, they're, they're, they ran the ball against – they ran the ball on Pittsburgh. Everybody. Uh, Melvin I mean, Gordon, and Pittsburgh's – in Pittsburgh, I mean, they, that was to me the most most impressive win I've seen the Chargers have in the last five years, what, longer, longer, six eight years yeah. has been yeah. was yeah. that win in that win in Pittsburgh with Melvin Gordon not playing. Yeah, and they went into Pittsburgh and won, and they were down what sixteen points at halftime, give or take, give or take. Yeah. They were uh, okay. night and day ball game, fantastic. So it was a great. It was a really good game to watch, and it's like you know, I kind of have a soft spot for those guys. You have, uh, if it wasn't for Jerry Jones and all the Jerry Jones, and um, you know, the Superchargers would still be number two in your heart, there, Mister Savant. I know that to be true, and uh, that's just the way it is. Some people have, you know, A, and then they have one A. But we know your, uh, you know, your heart lies with the star. We have- of course, of course, but I, I can't stand that guy that runs that team. I mean, he's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kilbasa, we've spoken a little bit about Jerry and Jerry's kids, but we've also um, – I've had to apologize, uh, Mr. Savant, 
a couple of times to the Cowboy Nation for some of the awful, awful things he said. <laughs> and um, they're sure playing well ball. now, though. They, they got, they, they're doing fine. Hey, uh, Mr. Savant, can we go to uh, Saturday football, perhaps, and talk uh, and get to hashtag America's team in a couple of minutes? Do you want to talk I, about the first game? Do you have a moment to talk about the Texans? Dun, 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 dun. At my J-E-T-S Jets. And some fantasy love. So what do you see fantasy-wise? First from the Texans and then maybe from the Jets. And Mr. Kibasa, you get the counterpoint. Um, you don't need to bring Savant me into this. You guys you just keep on going, Michy. Nah, Mr. Savant, take one side. Let Mr. Kibasa, me and you talk too much. Please, one of you guys take the Texans. Oh, I think that the, the Jets are in big they, they're in big trouble. Especially, <laughs> I mean, Sounds familiar. <laughs> I think that, that that because Houston, I think because Houston lost last week, they're gonna they're gonna bring it. Dun, dun, dun. The weather's supposed to be about forty-five degrees and super fabulous. Hmm. Uh, well, uh, well, I'm sorry, that's a Saturday game. I stand corrected. Saturday uh, afternoon might be uh, particularly rainy up Ooh. here. Sunday will be very nice. Saturday is not supposed to be a nice day. So put well, that in the bag of tricks and, and please continue, Mr. Savant. Well, that's a thing, too. I hate to go back to tomorrow's game but or Thursday night's game, but the weather supposed to be really bad. It's probably going to affect that game. Nice. Yeah, it's that time of year. It's that time of year. Yeah, it's supposed to be really, really, really cold and really bad. But uh, the Jets game, I just feel sorry. I mean, Texans are going to bring it. They have to win. They're going to they're going to be pissed off the way they lost last week. And I really like uh, the Texans defense, as you both know, if you looked at my lineup. And um, um, I think that. Uh, Mar Miller's a uh, really good play for the Houston Texans. So, Lamar Miller and the, uh, the, the uh, Mr. Hopkins, I've called him Nikki. We've made some rolling stones. I don't think he's going to I don't think he's going to go off. I wouldn't be he would not be my I mean I just don't think Bulls is going to double team him with one of those safeties, man. Oh sure, and, not gonna make him. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna basically say, "Look, make make Demarius Thomas beat me." And if Kute comes, uh, he's questionable and he says he doesn't know if he's gonna be able to play or not. Then that's it's a no brainer. You double Hopkins, you make Thomas and that other tight end beat him, and it's gonna be the Lamar Miller show, man. Mr. Could be Lamar Miller show and, and Deshaun Watson running Mr. it a lot. Who's going to have more fantasy points, DeAndre Hopkins or the kicker Fairbairn? Fairbairn. 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 Who's going to have more fantasy points if that's going to happen? The kicker think, or Hopkins? Well, I don't think Hopkins. I mean, it depends what kind of. I mean, if you play in PPR, Hopkins will have more. If you're Not playing the, the standard, standard league like standard. what we do, like what we do, then I would say the kicker's going to have more points. All right, America. I think that, that Hopkins won't have a touchdown. 
I don't think he'll have a touchdown. He's liable to have 70, 80, 90 yards, but he ain't going to have a touchdown. Mr. Mr. Savant, your turn. What do you got for my J-E-T-S Jets? (laughs) You want me to talk about your team. Okay, man. Uh, Sam Darnold. Yeah, it's going to be a plus Plus or minus 25 points. No, plus or minus 21 points for Sam Darnold this week, Mr. Kibasa. Minus. He might not make it out of this game if he's going to play. They might they might turn him into ground beef. And oh, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Man Wipes isn't playing, is he? The Man Wipes, uh, Dude Wipes, sir. I'm sorry, Dude, dude Wipes. Wipes Crowell is uh, evidently still hurt. The word is McGuire will be your lead back. Short while ago, we heard uh, the commentary about how a third, fourth string, string running back shouldn't be trusted. Please continue, Mr. Kibasa. Well, there ain't much more to say about the Jets. I don't even know. Maybe uh, Chris Herndon might have a good game. But other tight than end, that, a little tight end love. Yeah, I'm, hopefully you can burn them on a quick pop pass when they're all coming after you. Get up the any scene for 35, for, uh, 40 yards. Any love, for the sudden, any love for the suddenly mature Robbie Anderson scoring eh. touchdowns? Eh. Someone's scoring, someone scoring a touchdown for the Jets, or is the kicker going to lead them in scoring as well? I don't think they'll get any but field goals. There you have it, America. 38-6. Is that what you're saying? No. Uh, I'm thinking I'm thinking 9 or 12 and like probably it's same thing. Same thing. I'm thinking I'm thinking I'm thinking about maybe two touchdowns for the Texans and like four field goals. So what what you get there you get what 26 so you get like uh, what twenty six to nine, twenty six to twelve. <laughs> That'd be a weird. That's a weird score for a football game. In the rain. In the rain. It's Saturday. It's in Saturday. Those Saturday games. Those Saturday games are always strange, and it's the first game, right? Because the, the Browns and the the Broncos are the, the evening game, right? Mister uh, Mister Savant. Um, we call it hashtag America's team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, okay? Okay. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> they're gonna be they're gonna be pretty good here in the next couple of years, though. They're gonna be pretty good. Sure Mr. like your quarterback. Uh, Mr. I like him a lot. Mr. Got a hell of a pedigree. Let's go let's go right to it. Mr. Kibasa. I hope it kills let's get you. The heck that out he's of Metal Lands and go to Denver, Mr. Kibasa. Give us some of that theme music, sir. The Cleveland Browns are Mr. Kilbasa's team. Through blood and marriage and going to many, many a game, and thank you, Mr. Savant, for that uh, scouting report on Philip Lindsay. Super genius. We've been calling you out all year. I'm going to call you out in person by saying fantastic. Well, that was but that was a matter of being there and seeing it. Seeing it, being sitting right there and seeing it on the field, how fast he was. He's every bit as fast and quick as keep Kareem on. And I mean, it's he's he's going to be a really good ball player. I can't believe that he wasn't drafted. But uh, uh, the, the 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 Browns have uh, have a very uh, bad history in that, uh, uh, that stadium uh, there in that that area. It's just, it's just, the stadium is where the parking lot was. So 
It, it's Close not enough. the exact stadium, but Close I mean, enough. They, they've had some some rough days in that that stadium oh. in that. So uh, the, 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 the ghost of football, <laughs> the the ghost of football past. No question. It's not with them. It is not with them on that this journey. However, the the Broncos are beat up, man. They don't even have a number one receiver. Um, Sutton might not play. Uh, they've got three. They're going to start three rookies, even if he plays. So they're going to have to try to run the ball. And I, I just, I think that the Browns can load up on that, and the fact that. Chris Harris, the the number one uh, cornerback for for the Broncos, is not you know he's out. He broke his leg, and the, the number two cornerback Roby is just he he loves giving up the big play. I think Baker Mayfield is going to light him up, and I think the the Browns will put Denver out of their mis- misery for the rest of the year. Yeah, is just absolutely awful. He's he. I mean, I, I've been to, I've, you know, because of the, I'm married to a Bronco diehard. I have to watch almost every Bronco game, and it's it's painful. It's just it's absolutely painful. Uh, he is he is just. I I can't believe they paid him eighteen million dollars. On that note, I got to put in another. I I got to put in another calibration. Yeah, that's the worst eighteen million dollars ever spent in the NFL history. I'll be back. There he goes out to do some calibrating, everybody. It just, I, you don't understand how much it hurts me that he went W nine and ended up finishing first in the league. That's just well, that, that's, and you, you finished with the most points. Yes, I did. Congratulations on that. The I supporters had, shield or something. Hunt, I had Kareem Hunt and I had Melvin Gordon on my team. They were my aces in the hole going into the end of the regular season, and I lost them. I could have easily, easily forfeited my position in the championship round because those two guys, one was hurt, one knuckleheaded at an unprecedented rate. And it happened about the same time. I'm really lucky, but I held on to, uh, you know, I could play me some fantasy football. I've been loading up on running backs and some of the things that the savant said about yeah i'm not trusting certain third stringers well you got to respect that and you got to watch that now as the season goes on because as was suggested you know this the knuckleheads love to call out the next coming of the rookies and i like it too but sometimes it just backfires just backfires mr um you played a great season man you got you're you're you guys you're if it if it wasn't for uh, the Melvin Gordon thing and uh, Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt, yeah, I mean, you would have uh, well, you would have finished first again. You know, that's the thing about getting running backs in fantasy football. That you have to have a top guy, or you got to find the top guy. And uh, I was fortunate; I rode him, I rode him, and uh, you know, because let's face it, my replacement guys got me ten points and nine points. The uh, men we started about, we talked about four eight weeks ago, would have got me 20 and 20. All right. So that's a tough one to overcome. Yeah. All right, Mr. Mr. Savant, welcome back. Um, 
Mr. Kilbasa, please tell us, because if you know this or not, America or Mr. Savant, this uh, program has a lot of therapy value for our host at hashtag Johnny Kilbasa. And we often uh, come up with the Browns and the Broncos and names and things, and the lights went down and it got very serious, like uh, like an episode of Frasier almost. And Mr. Kilbasa, your hashtag American team, hashtag Cleveland Browns, are going to the home of the butcher, the Broncos. We Tell aren't, us, we aren't, your, what do you see? Well, how do you feel? And uh, please, please, your program is yours again. Please, thank you. Thank you, Mercy. Browns. Thank you. The Cleveland Browns aren't losing another game this year. So they're going to win that. this game. And as, long, as long as Baker's healthy, they will, they were, they're going to win. And they got them, and then they got, what, Cincinnati? Who's Cincinnati at home hits why the Sasquatch picked up their defense for next week. Nice move. There you have it. Doubling yeah, up on the defense it. going into the playoffs. Well, their defense, their defense, second, second leading defense in turnovers. And that's uh, if I'm they not mis- great at home. They play if great I'm, at home. Man. If I'm not mistaken, they have three or four defensive touchdowns, and they're improving. So, Mr. Kibosh, please. At yeah. home. Yeah, yeah. So there's something to that. The big thing about the NFL this year is you have to know which teams. Certain teams play great at home, and they play terrible on the road. And they're a total different team. And, I mean, that's the biggest way to look at the uh, spreads and the over-under. The, what the, the, a lot of money to be won this year. We have uh, we have legalized gambling here where I live, Mr. Uh, Savant. Ain't got it in New Mexico yet, but I'm going tomorrow where they do. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan. Okay, so listen, uh, this is uh, this is what has to happen, and I'm glad that here we are in almost the middle of December, and there is actually calculus that puts. Calculus. Calculus that puts the Cleveland Browns in the playoffs, baby. And here it this is. This I got to hear. This I got to hear. Well, the first thing they got to do is they got to win out, right? So they could finish at 8-7-1. and one. So mathematically, uh-huh. they still could possibly win the AFC North. Now, That's a ludicrous. They got to have, have Pittsburgh lose to New England this week. Yep. And if Pittsburgh plays New Orleans next week, they can lose that game. The big game, the big if on that deal, the big if on that is it, uh, can Tampa beat the Ravens this week in Tampa? I mean, in Baltimore. I don't I like think Tampa so. This weekend. I like Tampa this weekend, fellas. Really? I think that uh, I think that they can score enough points to counterbalance what the Ravens do. And I think Winston is – Absolutely, positively doesn't care what happens this year, and he's going to go out and ball. I just think, I, that, the Ravens, I think that the Ravens' defense could possibly put up forty. Wow! wow. <laughs> I think the Ravens' defense could put up forty fantasy points come Sunday. As you, uh, as you well know, Mr. <laughs> Mr. 
in that game, Mr. Kilbasa has one of his 401k player cards. Did you know he has a Jacques Rogers playing card as part of his 401k? He had a great <laughs> game against the Browns, man. <laughs> it was a Mr. it was a fantasy Simon, buffet when they played early in the year. In your in your 401k player card, what is the most fun player card that you have in your collection? I've got a signed Roger Staubach rookie card. There you have it, America. <laughs> There you have it. He has a Jacquez Rogers worth exactly seven cents. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about them Cleveland Browns. For the Browns let's to get the sixth spot, Miami, Baltimore, Indianapolis, and Tennessee would have to lose at least two, and Denver would have to lose once. The Browns could eliminate the Broncos on Saturday night with a win in Denver. In turn, Denver could eliminate the Browns, which makes a mini-playoff game because the losing team's hopes are dead. Thank you, Pat McManaman. Miami finishes at Minnesota against Jacksonville and at Buffalo. The Vikings game will be tough, and the Dolphins have struggled and cold with their Buffalo. Blah, blah, blah. The Ravens have the charge and the Browns to be most concerned about. So it's not over. That's all I'm saying, man. I'm not saying we're going to the playoffs. I'm saying it's not over yet. Funnier things have happened. I think the, I think the Browns will, will put it on. I think, yeah, I think they'll beat the Broncos. I think they will. Can you get me a ticket for Sunday? Or Saturday, I, I'm I, sorry. I, I Yeah, I can if you want to go. <laughs> really? He's got I, a I mean, brain. if I would have known... I I didn't I I was supposed to be in Las Vegas this weekend for something else and uh I that's why I didn't take the tickets negotiation nice does that mean uh that mean does that mean you have a parlay that you're going to play or that you got your eyes oh, I'll on play, I'll play I'll play I'll play I always every time I go I play a, the the bet I make I I play a 17 teaser bet Fantastic. That's what I. That's my standard go-to that I I do is uh, seventeen teaser. Do you buy points ten, in that? Pays ten to one, and you get four points a, a side. You choose which side you you know want the four points on. Huh. Right. So whether it's four points on the over under or four points on the spread, you choose which one you want. Huh. If, so, you were gonna put, uh, if you were going to put a dollar down, would you take the Browns or the Broncos this weekend as part of your parlay? Are they included? I am taking the Browns. Yeah, I mean, I think the Browns are what, three-point dogs? Something like that. Okay, with the teaser, they're seven-point dogs. There you have it. <laughs> I'll take those seven points all day long. There you have it. There you have it. And Mr. I think the, the over-under is what, somewhere like, High forties, probably. You're gonna take the under there, ain't you? No, I'm gonna go. I'll take the. I'll take the over. That's a lot of. I'll take what I'll do. What I'll do if it's in the high forties, it's the high forties, and then you get four points on either side. Then you can say, okay, well, it's you know, let's say it's forty eight. Then then it would be forty four. I'll take the over forty four. All right. Who's your you touchdown? Who's your who's your touchdown makers for the Cleveland Browns this weekend? I like that kid, the 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 the, the long guy, the the rookie, the kid, the Florida kid. He'll have a big play. Yep, he'll have a big play. Yeah, yeah, but Mr. Kilbasa. I think he'll have a big play, and I think I think the tight end will have a big game. Big, um, big Chief the Joku. 
Yeah, the the chief. <laughs> that's big what chief. that's Michi. That's what Michi called him. Big, big chief. Big chief Njoku. Yeah, he's going to have a big game, man, because the 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 Broncos ain't got no answer for a tight end, man. Especially a big one that's fast. They ain't got no answer whatsoever for it. The only I mean, answer Kittle, could be that he can't he, catch sometimes. <laughs> well, Kittle looked like Kellen Winslow last week. So. <laughs> He's good. Whatever. Mullins the Kittle, man. Get used to hearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Y.A. Kittle's been getting a lot of love in South <laughs> Y.A. Kittle. Yeah, well, he's, he's a good player. I mean, he's a solid ball player. Yeah, across the middle for five yards. Across the middle for five yards. This week, I don't. I don't like him this week against Seattle. I, I, Seattle shut him down a couple weeks ago, and they Seattle understands. Or he's the only guy they got to throw it to, so they double team the tight end. You know, so it's like they're playing him over under, and it's like I, I, I don't. I don't think he'll. And he he. It's hard. It's too hard. It's too hard at this point in the season to have back-to-back blow-up games like that. He blew up last week. He ain't gonna do it this week. I think that's a pretty. Uh, I go by that a lot. You know. I, I mean, I, I missed. I missed last. I, biggest thing I missed last week was uh, uh, overrating the Rams against Chicago. I thought that the Rams, I, I in every league, I, I thought that uh, I stuck with Rams players and benched the Chicago defense. And, wow. You know, yeah, I you didn't. I, I thought. I thought you should have listened to the program earlier. You would have well, found out. He doesn't need our uh, advice. <laughs> you're going you to listen to you? <laughs> listen, man, if there's one person who knows more about fantasy sports and football than me, it's you, and that's it. That's it. Well, that's, that's why. I mean, I I think you know part of the reason I haven't listened to YouTube Yahoo's all year <laughs> till the last two weeks is because you know I I'm taking that everything you say is to make me lose. Yep, uh, it is. That, that, it that, is. That 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 <laughs> because you can't stand me so much that you write no, write a three page no. poem. That, that goes from the top of the, the, the website to the bottom, and I have to scroll to the next page. I'd like no, to I'm not listening. I'm not listening seconds, to people right. that, that are throwing out that kind of propaganda to me now. Come on now, come on now. Oh, we man. don't do that stuff. They, you know, it uh, is well deserved, man. I I deserve every bit of that. It was an epic poll, man. What you shoved the W nine up our collective. Uh, <laughs> Who's guys? Dude, and it, what what's so funny about that is what's so funny about it. The the funniest thing, the funniest thing is this: is like two weeks later, two weeks later, the Dodgers get beat by the Red Sox in the World Series, and I I, I congratulate Toad one time, and 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 then it's on to something else. It's on to something else. And Michy throws me under the bus for it and, and says, well, it's Toad's moment. And then, of all people, says, no one likes a sore loser, monkey. 
No one likes a sore loser, Monkey. You know how hard it was that for me to go, no one likes an asshole winner. <laughs> yeah, you should have said that. That was I should I deserved every minute of that. Well, that's what friends are for. You beat me, you beat me, and you wrote a I did. epilogue. It was, I mean, well, I mean you, you should feel good that it was the highlight of my year, you know, that I pulled one off. Oh, trust me, I told you already once. It was besides that, that, that win, and then Mish beat me a week later by 30. I was done. I was pissed. <laughs> And you know, and then the final straw. The final straw was sitting there at the game in Denver and watching Travis Kelsey catch the, the winner oh, against the Toad and get knocked out. And that 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 was like, okay, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna win out. I'm just pissed. I'm gonna win out. Win out. And, well, the, the, you know, it was one of those things that it wasn't my team. It's just it was it was. Just, no, dude, everything no. locked in for you, and you were unstoppable. And I think a big a big part of it, and not the – I mean, credit where credit's due, man. You made some great moves. You picked up some great dudes. But the funny part about that is is you definitely – what the biggest thing was Patrick Mahomes is going – going unreal and the fact that you got Patrick Holmes and I think this is true so if we rewind we go back to the to the draft I purposely took Dak Prescott in the sixth round just to irritate you and then you said that I picked him I was one pick ahead of you and I picked him so you went ahead and took someone you knew that Mishy was going to grab up later because nobody knew about him oh, yet, yeah. and that was oh, Patrick yeah. fucking Mahomes, dude. Yeah. So oh, really, yeah. I screwed I myself take, twice on this whole thing. I was going to take Prescott the whole time. I, 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 I was going with Garoppolo and Prescott the whole time, and when you took him, I was like, <laughs> well, okay. That's I gotta the way it take, goes, I, I, I got to take, because if I don't take him here, Mish is going to take him the next round. And I'll take him just in case he goes off because I got Kelsey. And <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, the rest of that and getting Fournette back didn't hurt. And Aaron Jones being who he's become didn't hurt. And the biggest difference is once the Cowboys decided to give Pooji the ball, you know, I mean, who? Pooj. Pooji. <laughs> oh. Uh, the pooch. Please, please go to the audio tape. We called out. Uh, we called out a, a young savant in his cowboy underoos with his favorite toy, and he called it Pooji. And it was it was speaking of you. And, <laughs> and I asked Mr. Gilbasa. I said, Mr. Gilbasa, what do you think about that? And he said, Did. Did. <laughs> Said, Dude, just give Poogie the ball. <laughs> just give Poogie the ball. The, well, the, the whole season changed when they, they did that. So, I mean, I, it changed not only for the their, that team, but changed for my team. So, it's, uh, it's a smart thing. Finally, I think someone, I don't know, maybe someone opened up the redheaded stepchild's head and dropped it in there and said, Look, hey, this, that guy's pretty good. It's the only way you're keeping your job. Ezekiel Elliott is a top three football player, and every bit, you know, on any given day, he's the best 
player in football. And I've been saying that for a long I've been saying that most of this year. And he was in college. He, he was in college too. I mean, it's not they... hard to see. <laughs> the growth in his game though is catching the ball and becoming what everyone thought David Johnson was going to continue to be. And Ezekiel Elliott is that good. He catches the yeah, ball. But he ain't David Johnson's fault. Pardon? <laughs> ain't David Johnson's fault that he ain't David Johnson. It ain't his fault. I didn't say yeah. that. I'm saying yeah, it ain't Ezekiel his fault. Elliott. Ezekiel, how many touchdowns does uh, does uh, Poogie have there? Six. No, I mean, how many touchdowns does Ezekiel Elliott have this year? Six. Nine six touchdowns. He's got more than that. He's got right. he's got six rushing right. and three receiving. Yeah. yeah, he's got nine touchdowns. Yeah, but that's that's. I mean, he hasn't nine. scored a touchdown in what he has scored last week. Hey, does, does that not suggest to you seventeen hundred and sixty-eight total yards? That's a lot of that's a lot of yardage. Does that not suggest to you that Mr. Elliott is going to help drive Team Savant this week? First of all, do you not see he's Mr. hurt? Man. having another big game. He's hurt. What's hurt on him? He's got a he's got a sore shoulder from last week's game. He had practice. Never stop practicing. Never stopped Emmitt Smith. Hey, I watched that game the other day. Did you? How the heck was it? They had that replay game. They had that replay on the other night. Yeah. Mr. Kibasi, you know what we're talking about? Nope. Please. Greatest Emmitt Smith game. It was when Emmitt Smith was – out of the game that, that basically put Emmitt Smith in the Hall of Fame guaranteed. And that was that like what – yeah, that was like in that was in ninety what ninety three? Yeah, I want to say ninety three. Yeah, it was yeah, ninety three. It was the last game, last game of the season. It was for home field advantage throughout the in playoffs. The in the Meadowlands, playing the the Dan Reeves led New York Giants. Wow, Dan Reeves, head coach of the New York Giants, and Emmitt Smith carried the ball, but. It was like 30, 30 times for 160, 160 rushing yards and caught 10 balls for like 70 yards, I think, all with a separated shoulder. One arm. Yep. One arm. Yeah, you hear him talk about it, and he says every time he fell on it, he could hear it crack. Mr. Kilbasa, Mr. Kil- uh, America, if you can uh, possibly watch the game – then you're gonna talk about grown men playing sports. That's it. That's the that's the single, the single <laughs> toughest running back performance that ever, I ever. I ever saw was that that game right there. Yeah, and it was it was it was a huge game. It was important because the Cowboys if they don't win that game. They're they're a wild card and they have to go on the road. And that that was not the year for it. And that was not the in. They ended up, you know, winning the Super Bowl and beating the beating the, the 49ers to get there. 49ers, they, they would have had to play the 49ers candlestick again, and that wouldn't have been good. Yeah. Nah, anyways, that was, I saw, I watched, it was on it was on after his football life thing on the NFL Network the other night, and it was on afterwards, and I watched that game. That game's just stupid, man. That when he when he goes down, it goes out. And they, they thought he was out for the game. And they they created this. They set him up in this harness to basically kind of hold his arm together. 
And yeah, he talks about it. And says every time he got hit, he could hear it crunch. Uh, He'd hear like his shoulder just crunch inside. I um I don't know if anyone has access to Ezekiel Elliott's Twitter, but someone send him this link because uh, he needs to play this weekend. Uh, he says he's going to play. Now. He says he said that he said today he said today that. Said today that he didn't practice because it's a maintenance day, and that uh, that he's doing everything he can to be a hundred percent by Sunday because he's re- he wants to play. That's what he says. But I'm telling you right now, from a Cowboy fan point of view, this is a trap game. Oh and yeah, this is oh, yeah. not. They never play. Oh, yeah. Look. I have played. I have watched the Cowboys for my entire life. I've seen them play in Indianapolis, what a half dozen times. They yeah, never play well there. They never play well there, ever. They never play well there. They always have a tough game, no matter how good the Colts are. And that That's field, that that field them. turf there is hard. That. They and the the way the Colts play, if the Colts are the type of team that could get them behind, and the reason the Cowboys have been winning is they haven't been playing. They've been they've been playing ahead. They've been ahead. They haven't been behind in games. They've been playing from ahead, and that's their 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 whole play from ahead. And their defense can go fly around, and you can give. Puji the ball 20 sometimes, but if you get him behind, then you force Prescott to be accurate, and that's where they're, that's where they can be beat. Agreed. Agreed. I'm out. I have uh, Colt players who I'm going to play this weekend in the playoffs. I wouldn't play uh, T.Y. Hilton. You better believe I'm playing T.Y. Hilton. <laughs> if he's playing, I'm playing him. I wouldn't. I would. If, he, if he if he's playing, I play Juju Smith Schuster. Well, Juju's I know nice your I know your lineup, <laughs> and I know your conundrum between Hilton and Schuster. I'm telling you right now, I wouldn't be playing no T. Y. Hilton. I love me some T. Y. Hilton. Love yeah, him. but he's a he's a he's a little man up against those big cornerbacks, and the Cowboys will beat him up. Yeah, that's what that's. I have Tariq Hill in the lineup for the same reason. I played Tariq Hill, no question. Yep, yep. Yeah, I played him, no question. But I don't know that's about no Ty. Ty Hilton has his big games against the Houston Texans. Yeah, every we, time he plays them. Yeah, we every spoke time. about that last week. We spoke yeah, about that. That, that. that happened last week. He's not playing the Houston Texans this week. Nah, but they are playing at home in a game that they're going to win. I think that I agree. The Colts will win this game this weekend. I don't think they'll win, but I think no, it'll I be a tough that, game. Well, I am I am talking to a man with cowboy underoos, so a Sasquatch with cowboy underoos. Those are some mighty big underoos at this point. I may I add. Now they're fun fellas, to wear. You though. Just, you want to just talk about uh, fantasy football for the year and, you know, been on the phone for a little bit. And I believe it's recommended to be on for about two hours instead of two and a half hours. We got, well, uh, yeah, we got 17 minutes, Mishy. So take it wherever you want to take it. I, uh, I think, um, I think uh, we all enjoy some fantasy football. 
I think we all had a pretty good year. Mr. Um, Savant, Mr. Kilbasa, I use the words happy scouting because I, I love watching the game, and I always look forward to players that I want to have. T.Y. Hilton is a player I want to have. And without breaking any rules, I want to ask each of you, this year, have either of you identified through your happy scouting methods all your own anyone in particular that America should keep their eye on moving forward. What guys have you seen that you say, you know, I want this guy on my team next year. And of course you say you can't have any of the top 20 guys. Anybody catch your eye this year, Mr. Kilbasa? Anybody catch your eye this year, Mr. Savant? And say, hey, Philip Lindsay caught I, my I eye. Him. I should have picked him up. Philip Lindsay, that's the guy that, no question. Philip Lindsay is someone that's going to go He's just going to get better and better, and the Broncos are going to use him like crazy. And as soon as they get a quarterback that can throw the ball, he'll catch 10 balls again. All right. Philip Lindsay's the real deal, man. He's the real deal. He's the real deal, and he's going to be a bargain. I mean, a lot lot of leagues, you know, like the Southern League that I'm in, for one year, you get to keep your keeper where you picked him up. And Philip Lindsay was a free agent pickup. Right. So, you, yes. So, most, you know, like in, in a lot of dynasty leagues and stuff, you only had to give up, what, a 14th round draft choice to keep Philip Lindsay. For well, one year or forever? Yeah, for one year. And then after that, it goes by ADP. Is that pre-calculated, or do, like does the machine? No, we we it? in the in the other league that we're in, in the other league that we're in, you get to keep keepers based on their ADP or where you drafted them the year before. Okay. So, like, let's say I drafted like one of one of the guys I drafted. I mean, he's it's not worth keeping him now because he's hurt. But I drafted Cooper Cup this year in like what the eighth round, right? If I was to keep him next year, I would only have to give up an eighth-round draft choice to keep him. And the year after that? After that, he goes to ADP. So to wh- whatever his ADP is, the home security company. Say he is the twenty. He is the seventeenth-ranked wide receiver. What would that mean? Well, it's wherever his his, his average draft position is. Based on you know what you know whatever I mean we 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 are we're on NFL you know we do the NFL fantasy so whatever his average draft position is on that okay. on the NFL Overall. that's what Overall. he would be going that's what he would be going forward so like what I'm saying about Philip Lindsay is if you would have picked him up like you know with uh, the last pick of the draft. In the 14th round, you're a Denver fanatic. You know, you know, hey, they got, you know, all you had to do is watch preseason. He was really good in preseason. Everyone thought Royce Freeman was going to be the guy. You could have picked Lindsey up in week six. Well, but let's say you drafted him in the 14th round because you're a Denver freak. And you'd like, you, right. this year, to keep him, he would only have to give up a 14th round draft choice. Yeah, and then you then you got a quality team in the making. Yeah, but well, uh, but but what? But answering your question, Philip Lindsay would be the 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 one guy that I would say 
next year is going to be every bit as good as he was this year, if not better. Um, uh, another rookie, I mean, you guys don't probably talk about the D, the, the Bradley, uh, that Chubb guy that's on the other side where their defense is, is a stud. He's going to be a stalwart as far as like if you play individual defensive positions, like some fantasy people do. He's, right. he's, he's going to be like constant, dozen sacks every year. Uh, Nick Chubb for Cleveland, man. I mean, yeah, we that, knew guy, that was coming. He's a stud. Baker Mayfield is, Baker Mayfield's going to, He's only going to get better, man. Of all the quarterbacks, he's the guy. I mean, because Josh Allen can't <laughs> run for 100 yards every week. And Lamar Jackson can't run for 100 yards every week. You're going to get their head knocked off. He should be wearing he's already, got an, ankle ready. he's already got an ankle ready to fall off. Well, let's see. I mean, he got knocked out of that game last week with a concussion. Yeah, RG third string got to play. <laughs> yeah, well, but I mean. I mean, you can't – I mean, Josh Allen's running for 100 yards a game, and it's only a matter of time before he gets his head knocked off. I mean, we had, uh, we had reference off, the same thing. He's not, Absolutely. He's not Absolutely. real bright. Absolutely. You know? and, uh, so, so I mean, by that. far the best best quarterback out of that class, in my opinion, is Baker. I mean, he's – he. Wow. I, I, I know the comparison's out there, but he totally – he looks like the number four Roar Green for a well, long time. He looks right. like him. He looks a lot like him. I got to run another calibration. I'll give you another guy when I get back. All right. Mr. There he goes again. Mr. Kilbasa, are you doing the Snoopy happy dance right now, or are you just doing the Snoopy happy dance right now? <laughs> After the resident now, America. No, I'm shaking in my boots, is- man. At me, it's making me nervous. Away. Now I call, I call some things out, but I have, as I have mentioned, this is this is Mr. Savant on the line here, America. This is, you know, if we could be live right now between the three of us, you would have so much just fantasy love coming at you <laughs> that you really should tweet to me. I'll get it to the the flying one. Brilliant, brilliant. But you have when when I see. You and I have had a private conversation about hashtag Cleveland Browns, hashtag America scene. And when we get the flying one back on, as I said to you, as I said to Mr. Kabasi, America, two years, this team has to be playing in contention, not just winning the North, but they have to contend with the Chiefs and whoever else is going to be there. And next year, as I said, your Cleveland Browns should be competing for the division. And that is that's a pretty good place to be as a football fan. Let's talk about your man Nick Chubb because Mr. Uh, Savant took your side of the story. Yeah. Do you uh, do you see is that your guy, Mr. Kibasa, Nick Chubb? Uh, he's do yeah. He's he's the been... guy. The guy you gotta have. Yeah. I, you know, it, 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 it's just it really makes me really really nervous when people start talking about. The Browns having a bright future, and it really—I mean, I'm not—I'm oh, not excited. I'm fucking damage. nervous. I'm nervous that's, every that's, time he drops back. I want two knee braces on each one of his knees uh, uh, on Baker Mayfield's you, knees. You know, I think that so many former Cleveland Browns are quarterbacks in the National Football League this year. That that's what really psychologically is going on inside you right now. Right. You know, visions, right. of, visions of Tim Couch are going on. Missy, who's and, you, who's who did you discover this year? 
so far, I got it. I think Nick Chubb would be a name. I enjoy both the running backs because they have bright futures. Sonny I, Mitchell? Um, um, no, I can't trust anything. Oh, both Browns does. running back. I thought you meant like both running backs from Georgia. No, I don't both, know why I went both there. Both running backs that you, you fellas mentioned. I um, I can just see that those two fellas are, are, are right now head and shoulders as far as the young running backs. I love this well, I love watching Lindsay, Lindsay, Lindsay will have a, a year like McCaffrey's having this year. Next year. We he'll, um, have that, he'll have that type of year. He's that kind he, of. And the, the other guy that could, the other guy that's, if he could just stay healthy, I just don't think if he can stay healthy is Tony Michelle. That kid's for real, man. He's, trust, he's uh, You trust. I just the don't trust his D. I mean, you trust. You don't trust him physically. Not 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 the uh, New England Patriots and the hoodie and the way he operates. Uh, well, the, the the thing about hoodie is he. Hoodie, Hoodie, Hoodie knows that he needs them, so he's not going to use them. And he knows that his knee is bad, so like right now, he's not going to do nothing for you going down the stretch because Hoodie's going to—he's not going to—he's saving him for the playoffs. He's saving it because he knows he's his, his wild card in the playoffs. That if he has him healthy, that in the weather's bad, he could just feed that guy. He knows I got to say this. I got I got to transition some, fellas. I'm sorry. Then what the bleep is Melvin Gordon doing? Playing, saying he's going to play on Thursday night. What the bleep is going on here? If if the hoodie is that bright that he knows that the meal ticket get gets punched in January, and what the bleep is San Diego doing? Playing Melvin Gordon this Thursday? If they are, what were they? What on. were they doing? What were they doing playing him against Arizona when, when he was thing. when they were when they were beating the hell out of him and they ran him on an end around on a reverse. They ran him on a reverse at the beginning uh, of the third quarter when they were up they how many points? Uh, they were up like twenty some points. And you, you didn't even been in the game. You, Mr. Kibasa, I know you read this. The coach said, oh, but we practice, we run the play, we do what we oh, do. I hate uh, that. That's, uh, that's Anthony Lynn. Yeah. He's, a, he's a former running back. So and I'm he, asking, he, I'm, I'm saying, is this just another example of the hoodie being that superior to his peers and doing the right thing by his players by keeping the eye on the big prize? Is that well, what we're seeing here? He's really smart. I mean, there's no question about that. But then what happened at the end of the game last week? What? I mean, dude, I mean, as smart as he is, how in the hell did they give up that play last week by having Gronkowski as the last man to make the play? The guy can't even hardly walk. What in the hell they got him back there maybe being the last man to make the play for because I mean, he's strong as enough, as, as he's smart he, as smart as he is, <laughs> why the hell did he make that mistake? That was that was something that the redheaded stepchild would do. I mean, it's just that was horrible. The uh, now let's let's give some credit where credit is due. I have n- I can't recall ever seeing that in the pro game. Can either of you guys that Miami play? I can't recall. No. The only other time that I've seen that play, something similar, 
and I'll, I'll tell you the exact game. Was that great? It was, yep, yep. It was what, 19, what, 81 or 82? That playoff game between the Miami Dolphins and uh, the San Diego Chargers, where Kellen Winslow had, you know, became a Hall of Famer to get it, get the game to overtime. The Dolphins ran a hook and ladder. I remember that game. I remember vividly. That was one of the great, if not the greatest game of all time. It's one of the top three, no question. And they ran a hook and ladder play at the end of the game to get it to overtime. Well. And I think it was what? What is his name? Tony Gayton? Yeah, one of the smarts. Yeah. No, yeah, that was Washington. Whatever the hell they, what would they call them? Don Strzok was, was playing in that game. I remember that. Yep. He, he, yeah, it was Don Strzok, and, wow. and, and and they ran a hook and ladder play, the last play of the game, to get it to overtime, and then, of course, Kellen Winslow, you know, blocked the Actually, field goal or whatever. they ran a hook and ladder at the end of the first half. I remember that. It was, was the it end, they, it was was end of the first half. Was it the end half. of the first half? Yeah. But still, it went to overtime, overtime. Yeah. All right. So, but I, I remember I them that. running that play. I remember them running that play, and it was a big part of that game. Yeah, it you was because because uh, everybody thought uh, San Diego was in the driver's seat going into halftime. Then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, the hook and ladder, <laughs> and it, it, went, it went along with Mark. Was that Mark Duper? One of the Smurfs. 85. <laughs> the Smurfs was on Washington. The Smurfs were Washington. It, it, it's the same. It's the same. Yeah, it wasn't. It was before Duper and Clayton. It was like, oh, was like, it? like uh, yeah, it was like. Uh, you I called out Tony Nathan, like, didn't you? Tony Nathan was the running back, and might have been Freddie Solomon. The Freddie Solomon. Yeah, I think it was. I mean that's going way back, man. That's, I was a big, I was a big fan back. of the Chargers that's going back all the way then. Back to me being like a freshman in high school, man. Yeah, and that's I was a lot younger. America, <laughs> so if we're saying um, they were wearing the same unis this last week, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk, men. Men, I wanna, I wanna call out the pink elephant and Mr. Um, Kilbasa. You know what I'm about to say. Mr. Um, Mr. Spahn, I want to talk about the fans of the Oakland Raiders, the kindest, <laughs> most most gentlest fans, warmest-hearted fans in the National Football League, the Oakland Raiders. And, That's a bunch of poop. Uh, <laughs> it's the brainwashing. Hold on a second. You said what? The kindest, warmest, most gentlest fans in the National Football League, the fans of the Oakland Raiders. And I have gone on rants about what is happening. And I read something last night, fellas, you may have missed. Um, and I want to say this. The Rams have options. They may not even be in Oakland next season. Are either of you aware that they could very easily share a facility with the 49ers or go to England for the year or go to even possibly San Antonio for one year if they're until if they can get the lawsuits taken care of, they can vacate completely. Are you guys aware of this? Yeah, I've heard all about it all week here because, I mean, in New Mexico, you either it's either the Raiders, the Broncos. Cowboys. Raiders, the Broncos, and the Cowboys. That's it. 
So we get a lot of get a lot of Raiders uh, uh, news here. It's my dad calling in. I'll call him back here shortly. They have. Uh, but uh um yeah i mean it's on the it's been on the local news all you know all week and uh it's awful it's well awful. i mean well you gotta see i mean the thing is is that you know they can't build the stadium any faster in vegas i mean it's, it's Unions. pretty impressive Unions. when you drive by it's pretty impressive it's a really impressive part of i mean the stadium's right across from where they play hockey it's right there on Tropicana, and it's uh, uh, it's in a, it's going to be an impressive stadium, man. They're 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 a big deal. The the uh, I have a a friend that bought season tickets already for them. Gotcha. I'm not done with the Raiders. I'm not done with the Raiders. I'm not done with the Raiders. The 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 Raiders are they're they're. I mean, we've talked about. I think we kind of mentioned it before. At some point, maybe not on this show, but he don't. Uh, the guy that's in charge there, I mean, he's ran off the the general manager now. This week, he, he wants to make left. sure he wants to make sure that there's. It's all him when he goes to Ooh, when Chucky. he goes, yeah, when he goes to Vegas. I mean, the billboards and everything talking about the Raiders in, in, in Vegas. They don't show players. Well, no. There are yeah, no it, players. Yeah, well, that's what I'm talking about. They don't show. They don't show players. They show the coach. Let me. Let me. That's that's whose face is on the billboard. Mr. Kielbasa, the coach. Yaza. Mr. Kielbasa, Mr. 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 Savant. That piece of shit, chin loving, <laughs> Corona drinking guy is. I watched him. He is now like 45 pounds overweight. Looking like sort of like a beluga bleeping whale up and down the sidelines of a team he's trashed just so the good fans of Oakland, the kindest, most gentlest fans in the national Shit. football league, uh, that's a bunch get of garbage right there. Get absolutely screwed by Chucky Gruden and what's going on. And that's I'm, there's a you know, there's a truth to that, but then there is a not true to that, and the not true to it is. They've had that team, and they've had every chance to keep that team now twice, and they've lost that team twice. And the reason is is they play in a dump. That place is a dump that oh, they yeah, play oh, in. Coliseum okay, is worse than Yankee Stadium is. Well, Tell them I'll right. call him back here in just a second. It's my dad, right? I'm on the other line. I'll call him right back. Regards to uh, dad when you speak to him. But but yeah, the the Raiders. The Raiders fans have nothing to blame but themselves for not having that team, and they're not nice fans. Trust me, I've <laughs> sat next to them on many a day in Mile High Stadium, and they're they're some of the most not nice fans. They rank right up there with those Philly and those shitskin fans. They're right there with them, man. Kindest. Gentlemen, warmest, warmest fans in the National Football League. Mr. Savant, um, this came from um, the original um, Manchurian candidate, so go with me here. The kindest, most gentlest, warmest fans in the National Football League. It is part, I agree with you completely, they are the, but I have to say for the conditioning, the kindest, most gentlest, warmest fans in the National Football <laughs> League. And that is the genesis of my Raider love. 
They yeah, don't. my pop, my point on the Raiders is just <laughs> let them burn. <laughs> let those dudes just burn, man. It'll be interesting oh, because yes, because that the what was cool about the Raiders is gone and been gone and ain't coming back, and America, they're just that's the at hashtag flying savant. That's not yours truly, Michi, nor Mister Cabasa saying that. Please continue. <laughs> well, they're, they're not. I mean, and, and and the thing is, is what everybody don't understand is the game's passed Miss Gruden by. Oh, game, it's awful. The, game, the game's awful. passed him by. And the type of guys that he's going to – the type of team he's trying to build and the – you know, it's – it's it, that's going to be a huge failure. And he's going <laughs> – there's the worst hundred billion dollars ever spent right there. <laughs> Games passing by, he, and all you have to do is look at the way he. Uh, I, I mean, he definitely don't want that quarterback. That's his first thing, and I mean, the one thing, the only smart thing that he's done is give get all those draft picks because he's going to have a lot of draft choices. Yeah, just Jets, a matter of what, whether the, or not you still have to pick Jets, the right guys. The Jets and hashtag the Cleveland Browns have tried that method for two decades. Yeah, but the Browns the last two, the Browns the last two years is dirty. Yeah, that's we are talking two out of eighteen, and a lot of no, but games, but all matters in this league is the next three. <laughs> wow. Okay. And and I'll tell you right now in the in the next. Three four years, the Cleveland Browns are going to be right there in the AFC. Yeah, yeah. They are going to be yeah. right there, man. Especially um, in their division, and I mean, changing of the guard, there. changing of the guard, they're, Baker Mayfield versus Lamar Jackson for the next ten years. Yeah, it's just it's who it's going to be, and <laughs> and and the thing is, is they're going to go up against the Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, so that guy awesome. that's slinging it in red is—he's as good as there's ever been, man. And it's—he just—he's the only thing about him is eventually he's going to get hurt, and and it, is it going to change his game? That's the question he because got, uh, you could just tell—you can just he tell got he, hit play, a few times. he plays he, got he hit plays a few the times. game he plays the game very fearless and and. Uh, the only other guy I've ever seen, I've only, this is the last, I got called my dad, but this is the last thing I'm going to leave you with, okay? I've seen a lot of football games live. I've been to a lot of games. I've seen a lot of quarterbacks play. I, I got to see Montana play. I got to see Staubach play. I got to see Aikman play. I got to see Farr play. I got to see Elway, Marino. I've seen a lot of people play, okay? The only guy that I have ever seen throw the ball the way he throws the ball, is John Elway. Uh, he's the only guy that I've ever seen to be able to roll out one way and Velocity. get his body, throw Velocity. the ball on a friggin' rope all the way across <laughs> the field, all the way across the field by just wigging it, just flicking it, and having that much power <laughs> and just – it's unbelievable. I mean, when I saw him play this year at that game – and then he threw the left-handed pass in that game. That was the other thing. That was right in front of us. That I mean, 
he's just he's a physical freak at playing and playing quarterback, much like Elway was. Uh, and I've only seen uh, those two guys throw the ball that way. I, I mean, even far, far could wing it, but I mean, not like that guy. That guy's that guy's stupid, man. He's got stupid ability. And the thing is, is he plays for a coach that recognizes it, and he's gonna milk it for all he, all it's worth because that's his that's Great his luck. ticket. That's his ticket to to win a Super Bowl. And and Andy Reid knows that, and. The only thing that's going to legitimize Andy Reid is winning a Super Bowl. And he knows it. Agree? Agree. Mr. Um, Savant, I know you have to go, but tonight is normally a, a fast food football minute for Mr. Kilbasa on WSB in Atlanta. And we're all familiar with that. And I am yeah. going to ask Mr. Kilbasa live for me, Mr. The Flying Savant. Um, and America and the world. Mr. Kibasa, do you have a fast food minute you can share with us and show some love right now? What do you say? It's a football and, minute, Mitchie. You go ahead and count me in, Mitchie, and I'll uh you can introduce me and I'll get right to it here. It's America with the fast food minute. It's not a football fast food. Minute. The fastest talker this side of the internet. Johnny all right, this is an exclusive because we did not hear it on the big show this week because of scheduling conflicts, but I'm going to break it down right now. Here we go. Ten-yard fight in the background. Week 14 of the NFL Championship Week in the MLS, and oops, I should start shopping week in America. We did it. Your Atlanta United FC packed up the Benzo to the Raptors and brought home the MLS Cup. Thanks to goals from Josef Martinez, Franco Escobar, legendary goalie Brad Guzan. Season usually end with relegations, but not this year. FC are champions of the world, or America in parts of Canada. Your Magic City Dirty Birds went up to the frozen tundra and enabled Mr. Danica Patrick's resurgence despite George Edo Smith getting more touches than anyone. The Dolphins and Patriots had a slobber knocker slugfest that ended with a maniacal lateral Gronk stumbling hail Shula for the win if you didn't pick up Andrew Luck back when you had a chance to do so you're regretting it they had the Oilers nine game winning streak Army beat Navy for the third time in a row and they finished ranked in the AP poll is it 1946 Mark Aram's New York football Giants destroyed the Redkins on the back of the Saquon Barkley 170 yards rushing America's team the Cleveland Browns are still mathematically alive in the playoff hunt in December that hasn't happened in a long time and yesterday on the MNF we were reminded that the Seahawks improve the season goes on and the Vikings are overrated there it is, the football wow. minute. Only heard on the sausage hut this week, and you know what? That might be the last one. Well, Mark Aram's not going to be on after this week, so there you go, guys. So hey, monkey, or flying savant. Um, congratulations! It, it really hurts me to know what you did, but it was a it was a wonderful it was a wonderful revenge that you pulled on us i appreciate that so uh you get the you know you, you should get the last word as far as your season in the psl paid because we talked a lot of shit about you all year <laughs> i'm sure you did everybody knows that my only goal was to not have you do well and so it, it hurt that much so there you go the floor is yours i laughed at him mr savant i laughed at him the whole way i told him to step back profile admire and recognize please continue well, the the that the 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 poem 
And then, then Mish, Mish going, wow, he must have really screwed you up. That comment, that that comment right there was the, the final straw. So fantastic. Uh, we'll see. We'll we'll see. I I you know, it's hard to beat someone three times. I got beat Pepper again, and it's like he's got a good team. If he and and like I said that a couple weeks ago, he he took a knee. He 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 had like half his lineup not playing the week before he plays me. And then, of course, when he plays me, he's got all his guys in there. He's paying attention. So it's some, for some reason, anytime any of you all play me, Aww. you guys pay attention. Now, what, what's up with that? He was I never, in, uh, get, I never he was, get no free ride. And why, why is that? Why do you guys Mr. hate me so much? Mr. Because uh, you win all the time. Question. That's why, because you're the best, man. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Savant comes out. Okay, it's good talking to you. I love both of y'all. Likewise. I'll talk to you guys you soon, too. all right? I want to be, make, make sure you send me that address so I can see. I got a nice vinyl for you there. Uh, Sweet. I guess I'll have to hook up them. I got a, I got a uh, record player. You got a mailbox somewhere you can put back up? Yep. Sitting in my basement. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, I thought you had one hooked up. I, no, I, I'll I hook it up. It. He takes it okay. down. Well, if, you don't, if, you don't got, if you don't got it, I'll send you the digital instead. <laughs> Either one, man. I'll make it work. Well, if you got the vinyl, I'll say. If you got the, the means, I'll send you the vinyl. Everybody else is back it's, on the vinyl train. And, oh, it's the, it's the story, <laughs> Dude, man. Dude, I, I found the so poem. <laughs> yeah. I shouldn't read it, though. All right. I'll talk to you guys, I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, in fact, champ. In fact, in, fact, in fact, I expect a, I expect a show when I win. Okay, yeah, you're, dude, you're you're ready. welcome anytime. If you win, that, you're definitely that, will have that one. Get show ready to go. <laughs> hey, good, oh, all good luck with that, by the way. Okay, that's the way that that's what'll be in the background the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and the last not again. <laughs> oh, a whole happening. No way. Oh. I'll say this to you while you're on the phone here now. You got a tough matchup this weekend, sir. That's all I'll I want to tell you. You got I'll a tough fine. matchup. You got a tough matchup. Fine. First team to 100 may not win this week in your game. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. He, I, I'll be all right. I think I'll be okay. Uh, I, I, it'll be tough, but I'll be, I think I'll be all right. I'll hold you to that. Now, when I win, I want to hear it. The whole time, I, I want, I want, I want reservations on this show. Okay, so you got that'll them, be like, that'll be like right before New Year's weekend. It'll be like right after Christmas. Dun, you know? dun, so dun, like special, dun. special victory, victory lap show. And that ain't gonna happen. Oh, how I hope it doesn't happen. All right, love y'all. All I knew that theme song would come in for some good reason. America, that was the flying savant, Mr. Kibasa. That was a heck of a that was a heck of a um a delivery there. Yeah. On your um on your minute talking as fast as can be. That was phenomenal. Thank you. Some of the things that came up were wonderful. Thank Absolutely. you. Well, and, and you you I think you wrote a couple of those lines, you know. There, there was uh, definitely some bleed right there. That's a sausage hut exclusive. Exclusive. It is. Uh, we call that the sausage hut experience, and um, 
we've called out many a time that we should review this and i bet you there'd be like 19 trilogies we could spin off of any of these some of these topics and subtopics of things that have come up <laughs> and perhaps as a as a writing exercise we'll do just that but Mr. Danikert Patrick was going up, <laughs> and if you were going to put that all over the world in, in the ATL and all those fun things, and you did it here, and it's, it's fantastic. It's fantastic. Hey, I found the, you... uh, the poem that, Mon- that he was talking about that I wrote. The, the, I beat, I see it. So if, if you're not paying attention at home, I beat the the great one in week three and i dra- I, I be i used dak prescott who was not doing well at the time as we my quarterback yeah we called it the dak syndrome so do you wish to um you know really just go for it tonight and do you want to read that so we can all hear i i will and i'll, I'll make it fast here so the Monday after that, it was which is the greatest fantasy football day of my life because I I think I beat him three times in a row and You're now I won't, excited, he won't get another chance at it. <laughs> you were pretty excited, as I recall. So this was called the Monday Monday Morning Monkey. <laughs> Great week for the Cleveland Browns. Great Sunday for Einstein Monkeys Bay, and that's what we're here to do: beat the Jets. That's what I'm here to do: beat the monkey, and not just beat the monkey. Beat the monkey with his own QB. The monkey sat upon his branch, torn, rooting on his caballeros, knowing that he. Each pass his hero completed was a point for the enemy. A perfect game plan from waiver wire autogram. Laying in the weeds, weeks one and two, casting doubt upon the team from all sides. And just when the time became right, just as Baker Mayfield, the monkey's own boomer sooner, inspired his defense to get E. Monkey's Bane 11 huge DST points. I pounced and Monkey rises early for work, holding the bag and a one and two record. Leonard Fournette, oh. Leonard, your soft tissue was a little too soft, and Monkey was forced to make a desperate RB pickup from the wire. And Pooji, dear Pooji, the mon- monkey's not so secret weapon fumbled when it mattered most. Brandon Cooks, WR1, deferred two touchdowns to his WR2. My WR2, Robert Woods, and straight fire Mahomes. Money in the bank as Jimmy G succumbed, was canceled out by the ghost of Adrian Peterson. Captain, oh, Captain, polish your three ancient championship mugs. Go back to the drawing board and try a little harder because I beat you again. Like the sword, Narsal cut the ring from Sauron. Einstein, Monkey's Bane, beat the monkey last year. And Einstein, Monkey's Bane, beat the monkey this year because that's just what I do. Rust never fucking sleeps <laughs> and I'm out <laughs> America that was on the message board with an appropriate picture and I call it epic poetry and I'm so happy that it's like live and forever Mr. Kabasa, awesome Thank you, awesome. thank you, thank you. That was and, and and that's what inspired. That's what that's what angered him. That's what stirred the fire for him to dial off. Uh, yeah, I a nine-game winning streak. You see, America in your leagues and certainly in our league, you get to have fun with your friends. Is that not correct, Mister Kibasa? You get to have fun with your friends. That's what and is number as one. We called out. As we called out, we have people. We have our friends are everywhere. And we can't always get on Mr. Kibasa's private plane to, to visit, although sometimes we do. And 
it is a case where um, you can motivate your friends, and it's really good when good fantasy football players are motivated. In fact, it's really good when people are good, you know, you know, pretty good at something when they're very good at something. So the other call out was Mr. Uh, Savant. Uh, I believe I, I called him to defeat on our uh, web or you know team page, and I said this would be unprecedented. And I said it with um, one of those TV accents where the word, when I was writing it, it was like, this would be unprecedented. Because it was doing some, like, Ivan Chekhov. Who is that? Ivan Putsky. That's him. That's the guy we call The Polish power. Yeah, you got to say unprecedented, like Ivan Putsky was unprecedented. (laughs) And uh, that's the way it was in my mind, and it came out. It doesn't always come out the same way when you type on the keyboard. The Polish power was unprecedented. Yeah, yeah. So with that kind of uh, 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 inference, if you would, that's the way it was intended, and evidently that caught his ear as well. And where's I? It's fabulous, fabulous. Because the more guys in your league that can do that, the better your league's gonna be. Take ten of them every time. It's me, you, and a couple other guys, and you, you know, would double it and get really competitive. And that would be fun. That'd be a lot of fun. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Hell yeah. But even the teams at the bottom this year, you know, we called uh, the true believer in vitamin C. They're not making any playoffs. And they, they, the top five scoring team in the league. Yeah, that's crazy. They got beat every week. You know, they're putting up near 100 points, having a real good game. They're getting beat by five. Put up 97, getting beat by three or eight. It doesn't always go your way. Yeah, that, it was going the opposite way. I I believe, Michi, I believe I finished last in points four. <laughs> well, you are the uh, definition of mutter on uh, Wikipedia, by the way. Yeah. This picture of, you know, you in your workout tutu running in the mud with the boots. Doing that Heisman pose, perhaps, at the old high school football field with a foot of snow. <laughs> and... Uh, it says mutter, and there's a picture of hashtag Johnny Kielbasa. Yeah, you had to what. be a mutter. You didn't have a choice. Born mutters no. around here. You know. Around there. But in fantasy football, you know, you know, if you can, like, for instance, next season, you got to get out of the mud. Some way, somehow, you got to get out of the mud. I need to That's have it. Patrick Mahomes fall in my lap like with you guys. Now, the, I, I guess is the question will be, is Jared Goff the future? That's what I'm saying. And I'll tell you what, another thing that I'm not going to do, after we after you spend all summer listening to Toad and everybody else talking about reaching, I'm not going to give a crap about reaching. Like, oh, yeah, well, are you, sure, are you sure you want a quarterback in the first three rounds? It's like, you know, there's quarterbacks in there that are going to freaking win you the league, just like Patrick Mahomes was available in the sixth round, man. All this crap about running backs, and you got to go heavy on running. Dude, my running backs, Dalvin Cook, and uh, Jared Howard, Josh Howard, whatever the hell his name was. Those are my first two picks from I, I think Howard. Yeah, and uh, they totally blew it. You know, if I would have had them all year, it would have been a different story because I had, you know, I had um, I had Zach Ertz, and he's been good, and Goff was going off, and Wilson was going off at certain times. Robert Woods had a great year. Oh, well, man, that's how it goes. Yeah. You got guys like me, and uh, when I try to play fantasy football, I can be good at it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes as, as the Michi, my fun has been, you know, you guys having fun. 
um, you know, other people, you know, scoff at that, but, you know, I'm straight up, man. That's what sometimes y'all having a good time is part of building a league. I got to get out of the way. Other times, you know, <laughs> I got to get times, out of the way. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'll compete. I'll do my thing, but, you know, I'll try different things. You know, when you do fantasy football long enough, you, you know, you, you got room for some experimentation in your thinking on how to play the game and uh, how to approach it. And this year, as in recent years, um, there are guys, running backs, who will touch the ball consistently 15, 18 to over 23 times a game. They continue to be the guys you look for. Um, doesn't matter if someday soon that the Seattle Seahawks will have one guy. Um, it matters that Cleveland will have that one guy. The questions, um, you know, what's going to happen in Texas, up in the air, what's going to happen in Miami, it should be one guy. And you keep your eyes on that. It's happy scouting. It's happy scouting. It's all very good. And for me, I'm just, uh, I survived. If I had, again, Melvin Gordon and Kareem Hunt still on my squad doing what they were doing, my 90-point games are now a buck 10, buck 15. And I'm beating everybody. (laughs) Savant included. And nobody's going to touch me because I'm getting 20-plus more points each week from my running back slot. If your running backs that you called out got you nine points and my running backs just got me 38 points, who's winning that week? I am. You got to get lucky. You know, you got to get Elliott. You got to get Barkley. You got to get, let's say I'm Kareem Hunt and Melvin Gordon or Todd Gurley, whoever that guy is. Nick Chubb is the guy we called out tonight. And everyone has their own assessment and they'll keep looking. Philip Lindsay is a guy we called out tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I thought tonight's program was pretty good there. I'm so tickled that uh, the flying one was part of it. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And let's make sure he doesn't come back as a. <coughs> oh, let's make sure he doesn't well. come back as a champion in two weeks. Whoa. <sighs> well, let me tell you what. If what he, if what we just heard about Ezekiel Elliott and his neck and his shoulder and all those fun things happen, he's not going to. You know, it would take Todd Gurley falling down backwards, and I don't think the Rams are going to let that happen this particular weekend. I think they're going to play a better game. And we didn't cover the way we covered, but it was an awesome, awesome week 15 in the sausage hut. Yeah. And happy playoffs to you, man. You're in the semifinals. You're going to go up against the devil toad. You're hated rival. I got Hex. Oh, you got Hex. Oh, okay. Oh, it's brother versus brother then. Well, you see, it's a family affair on our end, but, uh, you know, um, I, um, I had a vision this summer and I shared my vision. I had fallen down and was seeing things, and um, when I, when I kind of lifted my head up, I saw me playing Hexy in the championship game this year. And as it turns out, he laughed at me when I told him, and and because you know when you have visions of things, you share them, much like uh, a few other people in history, and you share what you see and trying to get people to understand. Maybe that's Missy here on in the sausage hut. I don't know. Could be. Anyway, I said to Brother Hex, I said, Hex, I'm going to play you in the championship game. As it turns out, we're going to play in the semifinals. And that's fun. A lot of fun. You've uh, tasted it. Mm-hmm. And I hope everyone who's listening, who plays, um, will get that this year. If not, they'll get it really soon. 
that's about it. We coming back next week for another uh, championship round, sir? Why not? Why um, not? Mr. Kibasa, if you cue some music, it's about time for yours truly to uh, say thank you, and I appreciate everything. <laughs> it's been great Happy having you along this year, man. Been ha- been great having you along. We, we've turned yeah. this into uh, the best yeah. fantasy football podcast in America. There's things you get. There's things you did. Here's my snippet. You ready? Yep. There's things you get here that other people may understand someday. Someday. And someday is week 15, brother. <laughs> Time to make it happen. So, again, thank you. Um, good night to everyone. Thank you, Mr. Kilbos. And thank you, Michigan. Go Jets. I'm gonna, Go Browns. I'm going to sing my song until you decide to cut me off. Go you for ready? it. Yep, go for it. Dun, 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 dun. The monkey was on the show. Dun, 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 dun. And he thinks he's going to win a championship. It ain't going to happen. The flying one has no wings. Dun, dun. Bishop can't hear the theme song, by the way. <laughs> but he gets it close. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you next week. One more time, two more times. Who knows? Either way, good luck. And happy scouting, right? And we're clear. And we're off speaker.